This is Jackson Brown, and you're listening to the Nicole Sandler Show. Hey, this is John from Five for Fighting, and you got my buddy, my longtime friend, the lovely Nicole Sandler. Hi, this is Donald Fagan. And this is Walter Becker. You, you know, know, Steely Dan. Dan. And you're listening to Nicole Sandler. Hey, this is Jake Slichter. John Munson. Dan Wilson. We are Semisonic. And you're listening to Nicole Sandler. Hi, this is Melissa Etheridge, and you're listening to my friend, Nicole Sandler. Hey, how you doing out there? This is Ziggy Marley, and you're listening to Nicole Sandler. Hey, everybody, this is Pat Monahan from the band Train, and you're listening to Nicole Sandler, my favorite on-air personality. The Nicole Sandler Show. Music to my ears. Here we go again. Welcome back. I'm Nicole Sandler, coming to you between Christmas and New Year's. It's sort of a, a palate cleansing week when we get to clear our minds of politics and news as much as possible and just enjoy life. <laughs> and for me, that means going back to the 1990s when I did uh, music radio in L.A. Didn't have to concern myself with politics and news too much anyway. Today, we're going to do a twofer from one of America's national treasures, Randy Newman. Randy Newman is an amazing songwriter, and so much of his music has been part of the soundtrack of our lives. I was lucky enough to meet and interview Randy Newman twice. The first time was at this one station in Los Angeles, KSCA. He came into the studio. It was just us in the room, and uh, he played for a while. The second time was about four years later. KSCA had gone off the air. A new station came on in its place for a short while anyway, Channel 1031. And at that station, we had invited a few listeners to join us in the studio for Randy Newman's performance. Unfortunately, the keyboard was only audible through his headphones and to the radio audience, but not to the people in the room. So it was kind of a weird situation, but you'll hear how Randy Newman handled it. And then we've got a few minutes left over at the end. So I'll play for you a band that you may not have heard of, but if you were an Air America radio listener a few years later, you know the singer, perhaps. I'll explain as we get into it. But we begin by going back to April 25th, 1995 with Randy Newman. Moved into the FM 101.9 Music Hall, and I am looking at a songwriter in the truest sense of the word. His songs have become huge hits for himself and lots of others. Uh, they range from the serious and sad to the humorous, ironic, and satirical. It's been a few years since his last studio album, but Randy Newman has kept very busy, and we'll, we'll get into all of that. Thank you for coming in. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's an honor to have you here. You're doing a couple of shows this weekend, as we yeah, just heard. Yeah, um, Has it been a while since you've performed here? Gee, I don't know. You know, I can't remember the last time it was. You know, when you get older, wait, someone's trying to tell me. When was it? 1949. <laughs> That's been a while. A couple of years, maybe, yeah. Uh, so, so what is your show going to consist of this weekend? Well, I'm going to go out there and uh, to where the piano is and play. Uh, my songs are short, so I may have to play almost all of them. Wow. But I'm going to play uh, old songs, new songs, uh, sad songs, blue songs. A little bit of everything, huh? Yeah. All right. Oh, well, I'm going to have to. Okay, well, will you do one for us right now? Mm, okay. Let me put my earphones on here. I mean headphones, sorry. <laughs> I'm not that old. Baby, take off your coat. Real slow. Baby, take off your shoes. Yeah, I'll take your shoes. Baby, take off your dress. Yes, yes, yes. You can't leave your hat on. You can't leave your hat on. You can't leave your hat on. Go on over there. Turn on the light. Know all the lights And come back here Stand on this chair That's right Raise your arm up into the air 
Minds are talking, they're trying to tear us apart. They say that my love is wrong, but they don't know what love is. 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 Call it FM 101.9. You can leave your hat on. What a great song. And it's a great feminist number. Yes, of, it uh, is. And yeah. that, that song um, was a big hit for Joe Cocker, found that in the was. movie Nine and a Half Weeks. Yeah. Uh, and it accompanied Kim Basinger's very sexy striptease act. Yeah, it did. I, 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 I saw it. <laughs> so did I. Only a couple hundred times. Uh, so did a yeah. lot of people. And that, <laughs> yeah. that has become the soundtrack for um, a lot of women to do a striptease for their significant <clears throat> Seems other. Seems so. I always meant it, you know, that the guy's kind of a you know, ineffectual sort of fellow, you know, I mean, I always thought thought of it as uh, that there was something, there's been something sort of wrong with the guy, you know, mm. bullying people around like that. Yeah, but it's... But as I've gotten older, uh, uh, I find that it's more, I, that I take it less of a, as a joke. Well, it's a very sexy, fun song. <laughs> yeah, so in this, a way, in a uh, wimpish way. <laughs> Yeah. It leads us to the um, the subject of music for film, which yeah. is what you've been occupying most of your time with lately. Yeah, it has been. So, yeah. did you write that for Nine and a Half Weeks? Or no, I had it on. Uh, I think it was on album way uh, back there. I think it was on Sail Away or oh. one of those. Uh, so it, it was just something somebody found. Now you come from a family of of musical film composers. Mm -hmm. Sure do. There's been. Six of us, Wow! amazingly enough. Uh, three of my uncles and two of my cousins. So was this something that was always in the back of your mind when you were writing songs that you would get into film? Well, it wasn't in the back of my mind. I mean, it was, it was, what, I thought, it was what I thought I'd do, hmm. you know, when I was a kid, uh, because they didn't have, like, singer-songwriters. There'd be songwriters like, you know, Irving Berlin or somebody, and, and uh, then there'd be singers like Frank Sinatra. But there wasn't, both wasn't, just didn't exist sort of until... Then, you know, when... I started listening to Carol King and and the stuff she was writing, and then I, I started writing when I was sixteen and signed up with a publisher. And and then, you actually started writing as one of those staff writers for yeah. a music company. You had um, a but big... an unsuccessful one. She, she would get the records. You know, <laughs> you know there's a, a musical. There's a film being made now based um, on the Brill Building and the activities there. Yeah, th I think they were all there. I mean, uh, uh, Neil Diamond and Carol King and. Uh, uh, Sadako, Barry Mann, yeah, great I, writers. What I read is that some of the artists, the, some of the songwriters from that era are being teamed up with current songwriters like Burt Bacharach and Elvis Costello. And really? Jerry Goffin and Los Lobos, and they're writing together for this film. Well, that'll be like a train wreck, won't it? <laughs> or it could be really good. <laughs> yeah. So you, you were nominated for an Academy Award for a song in a motion picture this year. Yeah, three times I've been. But always uh, the Singing Lobster beat me there one time, and another time... Uh, Simba and Mufasa beat me, and uh, those Disney people. Well, they deserved it. I mean, Elton John. He can't. Anytime he gets anything, uh, uh, can't be a mistake. You know, I mean, he deserves what he gets. Now, in in addition to your film work, you've also been been involved in a project for. I, it seems like I've been reading about this for the last three or four years. Fast, yeah. off and on, and now I'm, I'm, it's almost done. The uh, it's an album. Based on the Faust legend, you know about the the Lord and the Devil making a bet about this kid, uh, person's whether man is mankind was a mistake or not. The Devil says, you know, mankind was a mistake. The Lord says he doesn't make mistakes, and uh, they pick a, a a man on Earth and to see whether the Devil can corrupt him. And uh, in in the version I've written, there's an album of it with me as the Devil and James Taylor as the Lord, wow. and uh, Elton John plays a sort of bitter British angel, and uh, uh, Faust is Don Henley, and Linda Ronstadt is his uh, girlfriend, and Bonnie Raitt's her friend. So, nice cast. I'll say. I'll put, so, I'm going to put my name real small. 
<laughs> so when do we expect to hear this? September 12th. Wow. Yeah. Terrific. We'll look forward to it. Yeah. Randy Newman is our guest in the FM 101.9 Music Hall. Can we get you to play another one for us? Sure. Uh, I'll play one of the things Linda does in this thing. I won't sing it as well, but I'll do it. Close your eyes now, little girl. It's a lullaby. They don't want to hear you crying. never had a chance you never had a chance it's a great big dirty world and if they say it ain't they're lying sandman's coming soon you know it's coming soon Close your eyes and dream A little dream for you and me Dream yourself a place where we can go Baby, you never know Close your eyes now, little girl They don't want to see you crying Sandman's coming soon You know it's coming soon Sandman's coming soon You know it's coming soon FM 101.9 with Randy Newman in the music hall. So we'll hear Linda Ronstadt sing that on Faust when it's released. Yeah, in a different key. <laughs> okay. You know, we talked a little earlier, just a few minutes ago, about your beginnings as a, a staff songwriter. Yeah. And uh, your career probably got a big boost when Harry Nielsen recorded an album of your songs. My career got a big boost. It almost ruined him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, things like that, I think the first thing that really... I had some hits in England with Gene Pitney and Alan Price. But I think the first thing was when uh, Judy Collins did Think It's Gonna Rain. People sort of mm-hmm. noticed me. And, uh, of course, when you know a great writer like Harry chooses to do uh, a whole album of another person's song, it, it, it brings you attention. Especially someone honor. who's known as a songwriter himself. Oh, yeah, a really good one, really good one. You know, when they did, we did this uh, uh, some, some kind of memorial album recently for Harry. And uh, when you look through the, when I looked through the stuff to pick out what I was going to do, it was remarkable how good it is. It was really, he was really good. I, I hope he knew it, but I don't know. Yeah, earlier this morning, it's Tuesday, and we call it New Day Tuesday, where in the yeah. morning here we, we preview new material, and I have For the Love of Harry. Yeah. Have you seen it yet? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. I haven't seen the cover, no. Yeah, uh, and you do the song Remember. It's the lead-off track on the Harry yeah. Nielsen tribute album. They, they did a nice uh, job with that. Um, your first major smash hit was probably, what, Three Dog Nights recording of Mama Told Me Not to Come? Yeah, in this country it was. Uh, uh, certainly, it was, like it was the number one record, I think. And what was your biggest hit as you as a performer? Short People, without a doubt. Oh, uh-huh. It was like, the, it didn't do me any good. It did me more harm than good, but it was a big hit. I Love L.A. was a hit in uh, L.A. County. Uh, only? <laughs> no, it, you know, things like, you know, the theme from The Natural is like sort of a hit in a way and that right. it, it uh, uh, but not actually literally to get in the, uh, you know, those top 40 books of 1972 and 19, you know, things like that. Uh, only, only short people, I think. It's Money That Matters uh, was, was a bit of a hit. Too. Yeah. yeah. It seems like uh, you probably your most successful songs are all based on very colorful characters. Yeah, it's what interests me, writing about. Uh, characters, good ones, bad ones, usually. Uh, I've done it, you know, for a long time. I don't know why I choose that sort of indirect method, but but uh, that's what I do. 
You're not known for autobiographical works. No, not much. Just uh, uh, last album I did a few just to see if I could do it. Uh, but uh, I, I did, so now maybe I won't have to do it anymore. Uh, you mentioned short people. Do you still get yeah. some backlash from that, or has it died down? Every once in a while there's someone like, you know, oh, I really, you know, with a little bitterness in them about it. You know, I can understand it. You know, if, if every day they went to work and at the office people were bothering them and stuff, I mean, who needs it? Mm-hmm. It's tough enough. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was mostly, I mean, people got it. I mean, how, how could anyone be that nuts, you know? <laughs> They're out there. <laughs> no, no, I mean, as the person in the song, I mean, That's he's crazy, yeah. There are crazy people out there. Yeah, but no one with quite that specific, uh, you know, <laughs> bias against short people where he's going to rant and rave about it like that. Let's hope not. Yeah. Um, I love L.A. Do you still feel that way? Yeah, basically, I mean, I do feel that way. It's changed, it's different, but, uh, you know, the weather's nice, and, and uh, I got family here, and... And I always find myself defending it. I, I mean, when I'm here, I complain about it. But when I'm away and have to defend it against all the people in the world who attack it, I, I, I find that I do really sort of love it. Yeah. Could we get a taste of that one? Sure. Hate New York City. It's cold and it's damp. And all the people dress like monkeys. Let's leave Chicago to the Eskimos That town's a little bit too rugged For you and me, you bad girl asking kind of like if you have a favorite child but do you have a favorite song that you've written uh yeah the the uh <clears throat> there's a song on this next record uh the the faust album called happy ending that i like i know i'll i'll change my mind that i like best of, of uh the best uh the best record i think was a, a thing called miami mm. that was on trouble in paradise <clears throat> but I like this song best in a way. But, I mean, it'll pass. It's just a momentary enthusiasm because I wrote it just a little while ago. And it's still new. And yeah, you know, that happens. You think the last score or the last movie is, uh, or the last uh, song is the best. But I, but I'm, I'm, I listen to this one, and mm-hmm. I, I never listen to my stuff usually. Who, who performs that one on the record? I do. All right. <laughs> I got a fax this morning from um, Bill, somebody from Monterey Park, who yeah. says, would you please ask Randy Newman why I can't find good old boys on a CD? I don't know. He should be able to find that. It's, it's on CDs, yeah. Okay. Uh, try going to Highland Park. 
or Bell or somewhere, you know, somewhere around there. And uh, it, it, I've seen it myself. There you go, Bill. It may be in some kind of weird bin, you know, like uh, with Ferrani and Teicher or some kind of odd. <laughs> they do that to me sometimes, but, but uh, it's there. It's there, so just look for it. Um, I, t- if he, I tell you, if, if he faxes you again with an address or something, uh, I'll send him one. Oh, oh okay. Wow. There you go. Yeah. I'm sure he would love that. Oh, it'd be easy. All right, you said you've been beaten out for the Academy Award a couple of times by Disney. Six, six times. <laughs> well, your, your next film that's coming out around the holidays is a Disney film. Yeah. A Toy Story? I've joined them. <laughs> yeah, Toy <laughs> Story. You can't beat them, join them. <laughs> no, that isn't the reason. Uh, the reason is, is that I like those, the stuff they do. And everything that beat me sort of deserved to beat me. You know, the, the uh, under, uh, I think it was Under the Sea, you know, from Little Mermaid one time. Uh-huh. Uh, another time it was. It was, yeah, Mufasa and Simba. And uh, and uh, I wanted to. I like to. Uh, I like all those movies, and I wanted to do something like it. So, uh, doing a thing called Toy Story, where I wrote the songs and sing them, and it come out th- around Thanksgiving. Is and that I'll a, score a it children's too, I guess. children's movie? Yeah, it's uh, computer animated. Uh, the first full sort of big computer animation thing. It's a process called Pixar. It's with uh, Tom Hanks and Tim Allen playing wow. the, the characters. And it's about uh, the, the the premise of it is is that toys have lives of their own. You know, when people aren't watching, they can't move when people are watching. But when people aren't watching, they're dancing around and doing all kinds of stuff. And uh, that's it's good. So when you score a film like that, do you uh, sit and watch it and write as you're watching it to match mm, up? With you sit and watch it a number of times, and then you get a. You can get a, you get a copy of it, but what you really write to in a way is the is the thing called a cue sheet where they give you you know a twenty two seconds so and so the mm-hmm. someone jumps up and down and, and at the, the twenty eight seconds or Robert Redford hits second base or whatever thing and you you write to time. Wow, that must yeah. be a pretty all consuming process. Uh, yeah, it is. No, that's a good description of it. Mm. it. It takes up all your time and and all your uh, resources. But you love it. <laughs> uh, I love uh, uh, I love the work. I find you know I think I hate it, but then when I look back, I say you know that I really liked working that hard and doing things you wouldn't ordinarily do, and uh, I love the orchestra, you know, and, and the musicians. Mm. Uh, it's got its upsides and its downsides, but it's, it's you know it's better than actually working. What about recording another album of just songs? Is that uh, I don't know whether I can do it next year. Because I've never done it <laughs> one year after I did one, uh, but uh, I'll certainly do that. I mean, it may be what you know. I should spend most of my time doing probably. I mean, it may be what I do best. All in all, and it's been a while. Um, the last one was in like '88. It's always been a while. Uh-huh. I mean, I've I've been doing interviews for you know. 25 years, and they always say, well, it's been a while since your last <laughs> record. It's been a while, and they're always right, you know. Okay. I don't know why. I mean, this time I was doing stuff, you know, lots of it. Uh, but other times I was, you know, I don't know what I was doing. I don't remember where the time went. Randy Newman is our guest here at FM 101.9. It's such a pleasure speaking with you. It's and a pleasure you talking tonight. to you. Uh, it's, it's great being here. You uh, have two shows this weekend, Friday and Saturday nights, yeah. at the Cerrito Center for the Performing Arts. Um, the phone number, if anyone's interested in tickets, is 800. I don't think anyone is. 300-4345. That's not true. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, one, you've got so many great songs, but I have one of my favorites yeah. is Sail Away. Can I get you to do that? Sure. Let me see what I did with this pedal. There it is. In America, you get food to eat. You won't have to run through the jungle and scuff up your feet. You just sing about Jesus and drink wine all day. It's great to be in America. Lion or tiger, ain't no mamba snake. Just a sweet watermelon in the buckwheat cake. Everybody is as happy as a man can be. Climb aboard, little wog, sail away with me. Sail away. 
the way. We will cross the mighty ocean into Charleston Bay. Sail away. Sail away. We will cross the mighty ocean into Charleston Bay. In America, every man is free to take care of his home and his family. You be as happy as a monkey in a monkey tree. Y'all gonna be in America. Sail away. Sail away. We will cross the mighty ocean into Charleston Bay. Sail away. Sail away. We will cross the mighty ocean into Charleston Bay. Randy Newman, live well, at FM 101.9. Thank you so much. This it was a is, pleasure, Nicole. Thank you for having me. It's been a real pleasure for me. Again, uh, Cerrito Center for the Performing Arts, Friday night and Saturday night. Randy Newman, please come back and visit us anytime. Uh, I will. I will. Right. I'll, I'll be back tomorrow. Great. Okay. We'll see you then. <laughs> Thank you. The great Randy Newman. What an honor that was. So much of an honor that when I had the opportunity to interview him again, a few years later at a different radio station, I jumped at the chance. And we even invited some listeners to join us in the studio for that performance. So with no further ado, let's go back to May 25th, 1999. The station was channel 1031. We had a a very cool little studio in Santa Monica on 5th Street. Yeah, five blocks from the ocean. Um, We were above a hearing aid store. I kid you not. And my dog, Sandy, used to go to work with me every day just to set the scene. We had a lovely room that was big and it sounded as hollow as this room does today. Uh, We called it Studio C. May 1999 with Randy Newman. He is a Grammy and Emmy Award winner. He's been nominated for countless Oscars, including three this past year. Has rightfully been described as one of the greatest composers working today. Uh, He's here on the eve of three House of Blues shows in anticipation of the release of a brand new album called Bad Love. Randy Newman, thank you so much for coming in today. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's always a pleasure to see you and to hear new music from you. Sure. The, The new album Bad Love comes out Tuesday. It does, uh, yeah, if that's June 1st. That's June 1st, yeah. a week from today. And yeah, it'd be exciting for me. See if it uh, does as well as the Backstreet Boys just did. <laughs> We're hoping, you know. I, I hope so. Well, yeah. I actually played a, a song off here called I Miss You this Sunday morning. I do a, oh, you did? a, a Sunday sunrise, a kind of acoustic show. Beautiful. This record is, is I think, what, what we expect from Randy Newman. A yeah, little? it's about that. A little vulgar, you know, but <laughs> sensitive. Vulgar and sensitive. Uh, do you want to start with something new from the album? Sure. This is a, a song called uh, The World Isn't Fair, for which I'm very grateful. When Karl Marx was a boy, he took a hard look around. He saw people were starving all over the place while others were painting the town. The public-spirited boy became a public-spirited man. So he worked very hard and he read everything until he came up with a plan to be no exploitation of the worker or his kin. No discrimination, cause the color of your skin. No more private property would not be allowed. No one could rise too high, no one could sing too low. Or go wonder completely like some we all know. If Marx were living today, he'd be rolling around in his grave. And if I had him here in my mansion on the hill, 
I'd tell him a story t'would give his old heart a chill. It's something that happened to me. I'd say, Carl, I recently stumbled into a new family with two little children in school where all little children should be. And I went to the orientation. All the young mommies were there. Carl, you never have seen such a glorious sight as these beautiful women arrayed for the night, just like countesses, empresses, movie stars, and queens. And they'd come there with men much like me, froggish men, unpleasant to see. Were you to kiss one, Carl? Nary a prince would there be. Oh, Carl, the world isn't fair. It isn't and never will be. They tried out your plan, it brought misery instead. If you'd seen how they worked it, you'd be glad you were dead. Just like I'm glad I'm living in the land of the free, where the rich just get richer and the poor you don't ever have to see. It would depress us, Carl, because we care that the world still isn't. There. Randy Newman in Studio C and Channel 1031. The World Isn't Fair, one of the songs from the brand new album Bad Love that comes out on Tuesday. In fact, you're going to be doing an in-store on Wednesday at Tower Sunset. Yeah. I, I hear they're going to close down the store. You're going to do a performance and, and, uh, and hold yeah. court. Midnight Tuesday, people will be lining up for that one. Uh, I think so. Yeah, with, pi- with pictures of Harrison Ford. Can the people in the studio hear the piano on this, or they can't? They so this, can. They're listening to this acapella. <laughs> oh, luckily, they're not music lovers. They're You've got... Um, th- happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Okay. okay. Whose birthday is it? Nobody's, oh. but I mean, maybe one of theirs. Oh, okay. Know. Somebody listening. I mean, they should be paid for this. <laughs> uh, three shows at the House of Blues tomorrow night, Thursday night, and Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night, yeah. Is now is th- I know they are going to put seats out. It's going to be a very intimate, really nice evening. Uh, are you? Is it yeah, you solo again? Not too intimate, I hope. <laughs> oh come you know. on. Um, is it going to be this setup? You with a piano? Yeah, just me with it with yeah, a real, cool. real piano. Well, as real as this one sounds, it's not real. No, this is an electronic thing. Yeah, but that's all right. Uh, you've gotten a lot of attention lately for all the film work you've done. Mm-hmm. Um, and congratulations on the Oscar nominations. You were nominated yeah. this year for for three different Oscars in three different categories for three different films. Yeah, lost three times and sat through a five-hour show. Oh. Great way to spend an evening. <laughs> but, uh, well, so um, you threw me off there. Pleasantville, Bugs Life. Bay Pig in the City. Yeah. Um, you're, you seem to be spending more and more of your time doing that, and I think some people were a little afraid that you might have just said, all right, well, I'm going to move into the film thing exclusively, but uh, um, you, you pleased us by putting this out. Well, thank you. I, uh, you know, didn't know how, how I'd do. You know, it'd been a while since I'd written songs without an assignment, but I, I'm satisfied, you know, that I haven't deteriorated you know, too badly, and I'll, I'll do it more often and won't wait that long. I mean, it is probably what I do best, you know, and I haven't been doing it, and uh, people should try and do what they do best unless it's murder. It was, okay. Yeah. Well, some these a lot of the stuff you're writing for films, you're writing specifically for the film that it goes into. Absolutely, yeah. But you've also had a couple of things show up where they weren't written for that purpose, yet they worked out. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, you can leave your hat on most recently. You can leave your hat on, sure. Was in uh, uh, the Full Monty. Full Monty, nine and a half weeks. There might have been other things, I don't know. Right, well, uh, yeah, I do remember the nine and a half weeks yeah. one, but uh, the scene in the Full Monty was wonderful. Now, uh, did they approach you and say they wanted to use it? They used the Tom Jones version. Yeah, they talked to, uh, like, uh, uh, one of my people, as we say. Or they, they, uh, Their people oh, they, called your people. They have to ask, <laughs> yeah, and, and they, uh, they use it. So do you get to see it before... It happens. No, some of them I haven't seen that the songs have been in uh, yet. But but uh, uh, it, and they tell you what it's used for. You know, 
I make sure that it's not used for evil. Uh huh. So they said a bunch <sighs> of like kind of flabby construction workers are going to do a striptease. To I, I don't know what they said. They <laughs> said it was just like a big deal at the end of the movie, uh -huh. and it's a, it was a real inexpensive movie. So they didn't want to pay much, and and then they made you know. Plenty. A lot. Did you ever get to see the Ally McBeal episode that used short people? Yeah, I did. That was uh, wonderful. Yeah, it really did a nice job, a uh -huh. gospel version of it. So, Very inspiring. And it was a funny episode as well. Yeah. Like, that kind of worked. Uh, you have written so many songs that have gone on to become huge hits, like mm. those. Um, are, are Did any of them surprise you? Uh, short people surprised me. I mean, uh, anytime I have a hit, I mean, since I don't have like a track record, you know, for like Diane Warren or mm -hmm. David Foster or... or or Billy Joel, or you know, a lot of other people who can r write hits and can do so. I mean, it's just something that it isn't as if like uh, I could do it if I wanted to. I mean, I don't think I, that's what I do necessarily. I think I write some good songs, but I don't think writing hits what I do. So I'm always, it's always a little accidental, or it's when I get, you know, when I have to do something for Disney, it sort of pulls me back into the mainstream. You mm -hmm. know, I can't be too vile if I if I I'm <laughs> writing you know uh, you've got a friend in me you know it's it's mm -hmm. just you know uh, what shall play I guess okay this is sort of the kid friendly me you've got a friend in me you got a friend in me when the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed You just remember what your old pal said Oh, you've got a friend in me Yeah, you've got a friend in me You've got a friend in me you got a friend in me got troubles, I got them too, there isn't anything I wouldn't do for you, we stick together, we can see it through, cause you've got a friend in me, yeah you've got a friend in me, some other folks might be a little bit smarter than I am, bigger and stronger too, maybe, but none of them Ever love you the way I do It's me and you, boy And as the years go by A friendship will never die You're gonna see it's our destiny You got a friend in me You got a friend in me Yeah, you got a friend in me Randy Newman with Thank us you. in studio C at Channel 1031. You had Lyle Lovett record that with you, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, it was fun. Good yeah. guy. He is a good guy. Yeah. Um, all right, so you've got the new album, Bad Love, coming out. But recently you put out one of the most wonderful box sets that I've ever seen. It's called Guilty, 30 Thank Years you. of Randy Newman. And it, you really, really nice job. It's Thank a beautiful you. They, set. They, you know, it wasn't I. Uh, well, I did the music, but I mean, the, it was right, people at Rhino and Kathy Kerr and... Uh, my manager and they they put it together and uh, Lenny Warnker wrote a nice thing Russ Tidelman mm -hmm. did and uh, yeah they really did it's the best thing anyone ever did for me. What is the studio when you look when you read through this? I mean the booklet is is really all encompassing and it and it just kind of looks back over your career. Do you ever feel like you're looking at your life? Like it's a memorial <laughs> yeah. box set. Yeah, I mean they waited long enough. You know, I mean it's like <laughs> thirty years. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 instead of guilty three, it's almost dead, you know. Uh, 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 instead, but uh, no, I'm 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 glad that it's there, and it's, it isn't like I can say, you know, uh, oh well, this isn't very good, this isn't very. Good. I mean, it's what I did, so I mean. And and you gave a little I line or two about pretty much all the songs in here. Yeah, they wanted that, so ones I remembered, I talked about. <laughs> uh, can I get you to do one more, like pull out one of the big the the big guns? Sure. Let's see. Uh... 
Short people got no reason. Short people got no reason. Short people got no reason to live. They got little hands, little eyes. They walk around telling great big lies. They got little noses and tiny little teeth. They wear platform shoes on their nasty little feet. Well, I don't want no short people. Don't want no short people. Don't want no short people around here. This is the big gun. Short people are just the same as you and I. A fool such as I. All men are brothers until the day they die. It's a wonderful world. Short people got nobody. Short people got nobody. Short people got nobody to love. They got little baby legs They stand so low You got to pick them up Just to say hello They got little cars That go beep, beep, beep They got little voices Going beep, beep, beep They got grubby little fingers And dirty little minds And they're gonna get you Every time Well I don't want no short people Don't want no short Thank you so much. Thank you. Randy Newman, Studio C on Channel 1031. Don't forget uh, three rare opportunities to see Randy Newman do what I'm uh, watching, enjoying him do right here. Um, House of Blues tomorrow night, Thursday night, Saturday night. And then an in-store, special in-store at Tower on Sunset next Wednesday night, June 2nd at 7 o'clock. The new album called Bad Love Hit Stores Tuesday. Um, Come see a living legend. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so let, much. Let me give these girls a set of earphones so they can actually hear something that isn't horrible. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. What a treat that was. Randy Newman. He is a national treasure. All right. Now that we've got a few minutes left over, I thought I'd pull out one of the more obscure bands, somebody that you may not have heard of. However, if you were a listener of Air America Radio back in the early 2000s, and if you listened to the show that Rachel Maddow did, I forget what it was called. It was like the Midday Report or something like that. I don't even remember. But Liz Winstead, I think, was also on that show. And they would have this singer come in and sing the news. You might remember her name was Ambrosia Parsley. And you'd only remember because her name was so unusual. But I got to meet Ambrosia Parsley a few years earlier. It was uh, in 2000. It was also at that station in Santa Monica, Channel 1031. And she fronted a band called Shivery. And they had a song that became one of our hottest uh, telephone songs. In other words, every time we played it, people would call and say, who is that? What is that? Uh, never became a big hit, though it probably should have. So that's one of the two songs that Shivery performs. It's called Goodnight Moon. During this session in Studio C at Channel 1031 in Santa Monica, this is Shivery on The Nicole Sandler Show. I'm Nicole Sandler coming to you live from Studio C, and this is one of my favorite things about what I do is I get to bring you these cool new bands that maybe you haven't yet heard of, but I know that you're going to soon and in a big way. Today joining us is a band that's going to be playing tonight at The Gig on Pico in West L.A. for our next New Music Monday show. They're called Shivery, and we've been playing this song. Now, this is a radio station that people who listen are usually professionals, and they're busy, and they lead you know, busy lives, and they don't have time to pick up the phone whenever they hear a song. But the reaction we've gotten to this song, Goodnight Moon, is astounding. We get so many calls and emails, people saying, who is that? So I think there'll be quite a, a nice crowd at the gig tonight to see Shivery um, uh, well, thank you. perform that and others. So <laughs> Shivery, welcome. Um, Ambrosia Parsley. Hello. Uh, and that is your real name. Yes. 
so the parents will be there tonight. Cool. So we can ask them where you the can, name came from. You, yeah, you can t make fun of them. Okay, you're going to play a different song for us first. First, we're going to play a, a different song. What song are you going to play? I don't care. You don't care. Right. <laughs> That's the name. Of the, we had a whole joke worked out and I blew it. <laughs> we blew I, it. I don't care, <laughs> but we do care. That's the name of the song. Shivery with us live in Studio C on Channel 1031. <laughs> Is Chivalry live in Studio C on Channel 1031? Uh, Ambrosia Parsley on vocals, 
Um, I'm going to center a lot on names because there are all kinds of odd names. But uh, would you want to introduce your band? This is Danny Magoo playing the accordion. My real name. Real name, Magoo. <laughs> right. But not spelled like Mr. No. <laughs> Different spelling. And that's Duke McVinnie over there playing the guitar. And the three of you are the basis of Chivalry. We've been together a long time. Okay. And you've got a couple of special guests here. Very special. Mm -hmm. This is George Chivori. On He's drum. playing a little drum there, uh -huh. a dumbek. And, and that's Sheldon Gomberg. On bass. Yep. And is this the band we'll see tonight at the gig? Yes. The gig on Pico and Barrington in West L.A. for the New Music Monday show with Shivery. Now, where did the, when people call and ask about the song that you're about to play for us, they say, who is that? And I say, Shivery, and I have to spell it, S-H-I-V-A-R-E-E. -E. I know. What does that mean? It's an old cowboy word. Yeah? It's an old, it means like a, a loud, drunken mock serenade, uh, usually under the window of a newly married couple involving pots and pans and oh. clatter. Oh, that, then that's a cool word. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the, the album, as you can see, yes. clatter. Yeah. Here cool. we are, clattering away. <laughs> and the album title, you get my award of album title of the year. Well, you can give it to Danny. Ah, you named this album? <laughs> yeah. I ought to give you a shot in the head for making me live in this dump. Mm -hmm. And it always gets a giggle when I tell people the album that the song Goodnight Moon is on. So, good yeah. album title. Well, actually, Ebb from Green Acres uh, thought it up. Oh, really? So, yeah. Cool. Well, see, I'm just <laughs> hoping that it's nominated for a Grammy, and then they're all going to have to keep saying that. Do they have a Best Record Title Award? No, but they should. They'll make one. <laughs> no, I'm sure, pretty soon. All right. Uh, you want to do the song for us that has been creating so much stir on our telephones here? Okay. It's called Goodnight Moon. It has nothing to do with the children's book? Not really. No, it's a, it's a haunted house that I lived in a while ago, and I couldn't be in there one day because I was starting to get so paranoid and I got in the car and I drove to my parents house and my niece was sitting in the corner and she was like three at the time and she was reading Goodnight Moon and I just looked down and saw the cover and I thought yeah no duh <laughs> you know? all right Goodnight Moon Shivery in Studio C on Channel 1031 <laughs> on the floor and the TV's on And I always sleep with my guns when you're gone There's a blade by the bed and a phone in my hand A dog on the floor and some cash on the nightstand When I'm all alone the dreaming stops and I just can't sing should I do just a little baby? What if the lights go out? Maybe I just hate to be alone outside the door. Yeah, follow me home now. Good night. Moon, I want the sun. If it's not here soon, I might be done. No, it won't be too soon. There's a shark in the pool and a witch in the tree A crazy old neighbor and he's been watching me And there's footsteps loud and strong coming down the hall There's something under the bed, now it's out in the hinge There's a big black crow sitting on my window ledge and I hear something scratching through the wall Oh, what should I do, just a little baby? What if the lights go out and maybe I just hate to be all alone outside the door And follow me home now, good night, moon, I want the sun not here soon, I might be done No, it won't be too soon till I say goodnight moon mm -hmm. 
sounds at the end. Shivery, live in Studio C, Goodnight Moon. That is such a great song. And, and you have an incredible voice. Uh, it's just, uh. and, it, and, and, and it sounds like a voice that would come from a woman named Ambrosia Parsley, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so tonight at the gig, it's on Pico at Barrington in West LA. Doors open at 7.30. A dollar three at the door. It's our, our New Music Monday show. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thanks for having us. Oh, it's our pleasure. And uh, the album's called I Ought to Give You a Shot in the Head for Making Me Live in This Dump. The band is called Shivery. Thanks again. We'll see you tonight. Take it easy. And that brings us to the end of another uh, romp through time, a musical romp through time. We're doing this week as sort of a palate cleanser, clearing out the news and the politics and just enjoying music and life. We'll pick up the politics and the news and everything again on Tuesday of next week. 2024. All right. Tomorrow we wrap up the week with, um, well, one of my favorite bands of all, well, sort of one of my favorite bands. Um, Crowded House is one of my favorite bands. Well, I didn't have Crowded House in the studio. I did have Neil and Tim Finn. And I'll explain the, the progression from Split Ends to Crowded House to the Finn Brothers tomorrow. But just be forewarned, they're awesome. And then we'll wrap it up with another artist that is not someone that I normally listen to in my spare time. But boy, was I taken with him. Harry Connick Jr. is so talented and such a nice guy and came in and blew us all away with his piano playing and singing and personality. So um, that's how we'll wrap up the week tomorrow with the Finn Brothers and Harry Connick Jr. I hope you're enjoying this romp through my music radio past. I know I am. And that's all that matters, isn't it? Anyway, thank you for listening. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Uh, Nicole Sandler wishing you a very happy new year and um, peace out.